Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Long, business coach for nutritionists. I help nutritionists just like you create and launch their business and sign their first high-paying client. In this podcast, you'll learn practical strategies to start and grow your nutrition business that you can implement right away. You'll also hear from a ton of guests who have started their own thriving nutrition businesses and share what they've learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I am excited to be joined today with Ashley Stewart, who is a systems expert that specializes in creating task management and client management systems for RDs and nutrition entrepreneurs. Now, I had her come on today to talk all about SOPs, which are standard operating procedures, and talk all about how you can really set your business up for success with good uh, models of organization. And this is something that I really like digging into. I don't know everything about organizing your business, but it's something that I'm learning more about. And I knew that Ashley could really bring this to the next level and teach us way more about how to get super organized. Now, so she started as a systems-focused virtual assistant company in August of 2018, but now her business, Ashley Stewart Assistance, has grown to specialize in seamless system setup, taking your ideas and workflows and translating them into a repeatable process that helps your practice get results. When she isn't creating efficiency in your business, Ashley spends her time at home in Bucks County, Pennsylvania with her husband, two kiddos, and her rescue pup, Juna. That's such a sweet name. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for being here, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I am looking forward to this conversation. Like I said, uh, it's not something I feel like I'm an expert in. So I got to bring in the big guns and you know, <laughs> hand it over to people like you who know exactly what you're doing when it comes to like setting up a business that, I mean, you talk a lot about it being like repeatable, which I think is so important. You know, we're not doing these things over and over. It's like coming up with something that works and going from there. So uh, before we kind of jump in, why don't you just get started with telling us a bit about your background, how you got to this um, place with being a systems expert, um, and then we can go from there. Yeah, absolutely. I think everybody's always a little confused on how you kind of make the jump from nutrition to systems. Um, So I actually graduated from college with a degree in marketing and I started out in corporate America. I, I really, you know, kind of took my, my, my degree and went and thought that that was what I was going to do. Um, and two years in, I realized it just was not for me. So I made the jump and I actually um, started working for an event management company that put on obstacle course races and mud runs. And I lived in a van for two years and traveled around the country and set up these events. And when I started, one of the things that I was really tasked with was making sure that an event in New York looked exactly like an event in Georgia, looked exactly like an event in Colorado. So our clients really knew what they were getting themselves into. And the processes were easy and they were repeatable and every single event looked like the last one. And I honestly, I fell in love. It was like the way my brain worked. It was amazing to see how I could create these these seamless systems to make my life easier, to make my colleagues' life easier. And to realize that the systems I was putting into place were actually having this huge effect on the clients and the participants that were coming to our events. And they, without even realizing it, were benefiting a ton from these systems. So 
Um, throughout that that kind of experience and throughout that career piece, I was introduced to nutrition. I was introduced to health, and I actually went back for my master's in integrative nutrition in um, in 2015, and started going down kind of that path. And graduated in 2018. And in that time, we had had one kiddo with another one on the way, and it just wasn't quite feasible at that point for me to open a private practice like I thought I was going to. And I would love to say that this idea had kind of been in the works the whole time, but I sat down when I I wrapped up and, you know, kind of said, how can I continue blending this love that I have for nutrition with this love of systems and things that I've done in the past? And my husband said, well, you know, what about putting those two things together and really putting systems into place for people in private practice? So I put the idea out there. I really, like I, like you said, started out as a, a virtual assistant business and people jumped at it. I realized that I had been in school with so many people who were amazing clinicians, but they just weren't quite there when it came to the business side of things. And that wasn't their, that wasn't their zone of genius. That wasn't their strong suit. And that's fine. It doesn't have to be. Um, but I was able to bring the understanding of the nutrition space into the systems that I was putting into place. And in August of 2018, I launched my business and I've kind of been running ever since. And when I first started, it was really a lot of anything and everything. You know, I was doing um, kind of all different systems and all different things as a VA. But as I kind of continued on, I realized that the one thing that almost all of my clients had in common when I first started was that when we kicked off our time together, the first thing they would say to me is everything's all over the place or everything lives in my head. And it really just brought me back to that job that I had had that said, well, you need systems and you need to know what your next day looks like, what your client onboarding looks like, what all these processes look like. So slowly but surely, I have been really just focusing in on getting um, kind of the system side of things set up for my clients. And now I solely focus on a few different ways that I help people as far as different services and packages, but all centered around making sure that the systems in your business are seamless, set up and ready to go. And I like to tell people, I know we're going to talk a lot about SOPs today, but um there are a few different kinds of systems to me. There's really two main kinds and it's your soft systems, things like SOPs that we're going to talk about and those processes and those procedures. Those are all systems. The way you do things is a system. Um, and then the other is your tech systems. And really the two of them need to go together. So, you know, your SOP for how to onboard a client might utilize something like practice better, but we really have to figure out how those systems work together. And I'm super excited to be talking about it about SOPs today for a couple of reasons, but the biggest one being that I think this is like the groundwork for all of your systems is knowing what those processes look like, because that's how you're going to know what else you need to actually make them function. So long story short, I started out as a marketing major, jumped into nutrition, and then kind of circled my way back through a a ton of different avenues, but now I'm super excited because it's just been such a necessary kind of part of the nutrition space. And I'm, I'm working with people who are so amazing and so wonderful at what they do. And I love being able to be kind of just like a small part of the success of their business. 
That is amazing. I love that story so much. And I feel so many similarities where, you know, obviously I started out with nutrition, but now I'm in business coaching, which is so different, but so necessary too. And we kind of just find our way, don't we? And, and really hone in on that area of our specialty and how we can support people. So I'm glad we both ended up where we are. Um, It's so needed what you're doing. And um, I totally agree that like, you know, well, number one, we don't even really, you know, coming out of school, um, we don't even know we need to be an entrepreneur, let alone be an organizational master. Absolutely. So I think that that's honestly one of the most common things I hear from people when I start working with them too, is I didn't realize I needed to know how to run a business when I graduated in nutrition. You know, that wasn't something I expected to have to do. So, you know, we all kind of get thrust into these different um different facets of, of our, our role. And, you know, most of us weren't taught how to do these things in school. So having to learn them somewhere else, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be kind of the resource to be able to help teach people how to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. And we need, we really need to take on that support because we can't do it all ourselves. We shouldn't have to do it all ourselves. And just like I mentioned earlier, you know, there are experts like you who do this for a living. So why not utilize someone like you and what you teach in your business so you can kind of get there further faster and not have to fumble your way through systems that aren't working or trying something out and there's a better program to do it, like using someone like you kind of cuts through all that noise. Absolutely. I, I love that. I, you know, I think knowing when to ask for help, I mean, I ask for help all the time, um, knowing when to ask for help and to actually tap into other people's abilities is, is awesome. And is really the only way that we're all going to survive all of these changes that we all go through and all of these kind of new experiences together. Yeah, 100%. So why don't we just get started where you just explain like, what is a standard operating procedure or SOP for short, you can use that if that's easier. Um, What is it? And like, why would we need one in our business? Yeah, absolutely. So an SOP from a nutrition perspective, you can almost think of it as like a recipe for a process that you're going to be doing. So it lays out every single step of every single piece of your business, whether it be creating a new Instagram post or, you know, onboarding a new client or how you bill for your sessions, all of those things are processes that you do in your business and a standard operating procedure an SOP really tells you exactly how that process needs to happen. And, you know, I once had a client who explained it as a way to show someone how to make a sandwich with your eyes closed or how to make a sandwich blindfolded because SOPs are extremely specific and they're very detailed and they're not vague whatsoever. There's not decision-making that happens in them. They're not something that, you know, you're asking people to kind of decide between two different options, you have a clear path that takes you from point A, from the start of a process, all the way to the end, to point B, where you know that you are completed with whatever you were attempting to do. So why do you want to do these? You know, and I think that that's kind of the first question that people have, especially when they're, you know, a one man or one one woman show, because to them, it's, it might seem just silly to have written down processes when you're the only one that's using them right now. So a couple of reasons. One, I think that 
SOPs are really helpful to be able to clearly see what your processes are. So, you know, are there holes anywhere? Are there any hiccups? Are there any things that you're doing that maybe you don't need to be doing that you're wasting time on? And so creating SOPs can be a really good way for you to kind of audit your own systems and and get a really good picture of what you're doing on a regular basis. And then the second reason, honestly, kind of my, my biggest reason is a lot of us want to grow and a lot of us want to scale. And that might mean bringing on help, like we were talking about earlier at some point. And what you don't want to do is have the first, you know, however many weeks, months of bringing on someone to help you be solely focused on teaching them how to do something. Um, so many of us are entrepreneurs and so many of us are in business on our own. So if God forbid something happened to us or, I mean, good ideas, we want to take a vacation, things like mm-hmm. SOPs allow us to take some of what we're doing in our business and pass it off to someone that we trust so that they can continue the business running the same way that we would want it to be run. Um, so SOPs, I think for a lot of people seem like, Maybe something that's nice to have, but isn't necessarily a requirement. But I would argue that, to be honest, SOPs should be one of the first things that you're implementing in your business, no matter how big or small you are, no matter how brand new you are, no matter kind of where you are in the business structure, because they're something that will continue to grow with you and that they're going to let you scale so much faster than if you don't have those processes and those procedures in place. Yeah, that's such a good point. It's like, I think we kind of start to talk ourselves out of like future thinking sometimes. We're like, oh, I'll just like do that when it comes to it or when I need to get the assistant or pass things over. When I need to take the vacation, I'll sit down and write everything out. But then you're kind of like working backwards. You're like, oh yeah, how do I even do that thing? Where if you just kind of started recording that or coming up with a process from the beginning, I'm sure it's, well, you're saving yourself time at the end of the day and you can actually have probably a lot of relief like in your body knowing that if you pass something on to someone else, they're going to do it in the way that you do it because you've laid out the exact steps. There's no guessing. Exactly, exactly. And I think that that's a really good point to make is, you know, we don't want to be going backwards. We don't want to be creating more work for ourselves when we want to do something fun or when an emergency happens. You know, the last thing that you want to do is to say, oh, goodness, my, you know, my kiddo's sick or I need to take a week or two off or I want to go on vacation. And now I have to spend the next however many days making sure that my my systems and my processor processes are in place so that I can pass them off to someone else like that's not stress that you want to add on to yourself so what i suggest people to do is really getting started with those early and from the get go from the moment you sit down and the the second you start your business and the the you know immediate time that you say i want to do this Let's start tracking what you're doing. Let's start tracking some of those steps and those processes. It doesn't mean that they can't change because clearly I've done things, you know, at the beginning of my business that I clearly don't do the same way anymore because I maybe found a different way or a more efficient way. But at least I had the the idea and I had the um, the basis of what kind of needed to get done. So I had I had the option. I had the ability to at least say, look. 
here is, here's the structure of what I need to get done. And here's how I can pass it off to someone else. Um, and I think that really starts, you know, I, I like to break it down into three steps, identifying, you know, where you, where those processes are and, and what needs to really have an, an SOP around it. Um, recording what you're doing and then writing it down. And I think that that identifying piece is something that you can really start doing right away. And then the recording, you mentioned it too, is something that's really easy to do without even realizing it. And when I say recording, I really mean actually recording your screen as you're doing something. So I utilize a program called Loom. A lot of people use that one or any screen recorder that that you can grab. I mean, free screen recorder is nice and easy. Just recording yourself as you walk through a process, whether it's you know, billing a client or setting up a new blog post, you have those videos, then you have this kind of basis of what you're going to, you're going to structure your SOP around. So you've at least got something, right? You've at least got something in the works. And those are things that don't even take you extra time to do. You can do it while you're working or, or while you're, you're kind of coming up with whatever you need to for the day. And I think that that getting into that mentality of, of getting started with those SOPs early on, recording yourself is a really good way to do that. Um, and, you know, the, the writing piece and the, the kind of mapping it out section, it can come later. I don't, I definitely don't recommend that you wait until the very end, um, until you need it, but it can be something that, you know, as long as you have the video and as long as you have that structure, might come a little bit easier as as you kind of grow and your your business gets a little bit bigger and maybe a little bit more mature and you have that clear process that you're ready to write down and share with somebody else. Yeah. And, you know, I've actually done this too. So I'm kind of like, okay, maybe I'm not as far behind <laughs> on these SOPs than I thought um, because when I was onboarding my own um, virtual assistants, I have two, one more for like the admin background of my business and then one for my podcast. Um, And what I would do is exactly what you said. I'd use Loom to record my screen. I'd send that video over to the virtual assistant. Now, I didn't have this SOP written up, but I actually had them write it up based on the steps in the video um, just so I could save myself some time. So I'm kind of curious, like, is that something you recommend or could there be things lost in translation if you do it that way? Like, what is your recommendation for this process? So I actually love that idea. And that's one of the things that I do within my business as far as setting up systems. Um, I actually offer people the ability to set up their SOPs for them. I just wrapped up a project setting up SOPs for a client yesterday. And what that basically ends up looking like is exactly what you said. People send me videos of what they're doing and what they've done. And I take those videos and then write up a very detailed step-by-step process of what I'm seeing happen in that video. And I think that like anything, there's always the possibility of things being lost in translation. You know, I, I, I think that that's always a fear or concern, but when you're using a video, there's so much less chance of that happening than if say you're writing out an email to someone with just a couple steps and instructions on what you think they're supposed to be doing. So that's why I I like really having that recorded piece before you write your SOP, because I think it serves you in a couple of ways. One, if for some reason you needed to bring someone on quickly, 
you could. You could send them the video and say, just follow the process that I have here. Two, it actually gives you something that you can outsource and and hire out to someone else because you're able to say, okay, I recorded videos for 20 processes, but I don't have time to go through and write up 20 SOPs with purposes and timeframes and platforms that we're going to be using and step-by-step instructions and pictures and all of that kind of stuff. I'm going to let somebody else do this for me because I already have the videos and I just need to send them over. So I think that's two. And then three, it really lets you kind of take a peek at what you're doing and the way that you're doing it to make sure that you're kind of hitting on all of the points that you would actually need to hit on when you're doing whatever that process is. Um, so you're totally not far behind. You're like already at step two of my three-step <laughs> process, which I think is pretty amazing. You're two thirds of the way Six years in my business and I'm getting there, right? <laughs> Take me a bit of time, but the more you know, the better you do, right? Hey there, I hope you're getting so much value from this episode. So I wanted to take a quick pause to tell you about the Next Level Nutrition Biz Collective and share a special offer just for podcast listeners like you. If you're trying to get momentum with your nutrition business or need some support figuring out your next steps or brainstorming ideas, this monthly membership is for you. Inside, you'll get monthly in-depth marketing, sales, and business trainings, and Q&A sessions to help you grow your nutrition business, as well as a supportive community where you can ask questions and exchange ideas. If you want to learn more or join us in the Next Level Nutrition Biz Collective, head on over to www.stephanielong.ca slash membership, and be sure to use the code podcast in the checkout to get your first month for only $7. See you inside. Now, I'm curious, um, because you specifically help, uh, well, I'm assuming, do you help other uh, entrepreneurs or is it mostly focused on like health and wellness? So the majority of my clients are in health and wellness really because that's what I know. Um, I do have some clients that are outside or fall outside of that kind of area. But for the most part, most of my clients are, are nutrition professionals or are RDs or nutrition pros who are moving into another role, who are maybe doing business coaching or are opening group programs or whatever it may be. And they have said, okay, now I really need systems because I'm doubling the amount of work that I have, or I'm moving completely into this new facet of my business where I'm not hundred percent sure what needs to happen when. Uh, makes sense. Okay. So bring it back to then like the nutritionists that you support or the RDs you support or health coaches. Um, what are some, co- I'm totally putting you on the spot here, but what are some common um, SOPs that you see them needing in their business? Oh yeah, that's a really good one. Um, okay. So I think that there's a couple. So from a client perspective, I think that an SOP surrounding how a client is onboarded and how a client is offboarded are ones that are often needed, but aren't often done. Um, I think that onboarding and offboarding processes tend to be things that when you are new in business or when you're just getting started, change a lot because you see things that work and you see things that haven't worked. So your process kind of shifts and, and moves and that's great. It definitely should. You should be seeing what your clients want and how that can kind of change with them. At the same time, sometimes that tends to live in your head and doesn't get shared with anyone else. So when you either want to maybe scale and bring on a VA who could potentially help you with some of that offboarding, um, or you want to bring on another practitioner who might be taking on some clients for you, all of that information kind of needs to be put down so that the client experience stays consistent, even though you're growing. So 
I think something surrounding client onboarding and offboarding are really important and are ones that I see pretty often. And then things about client billing and super billing are huge. I think that that's a really big one because it's one of the first things that I think a lot of people want to offboard is their billing, their admin, and all of these other kind of functions and features that when they got into nutrition, they didn't sign up for. Um, so they want to offboard that to maybe a VA or an admin that they that can help them out. And those um, kind of day-to-day tasks outside of your, your true kind of nutrition focused pieces are, are some of the big ones. Now, the flip side is your business building SOPs. And I think that sometimes that's ones, those are ones that people forget about. Those to me are things like how you set up a blog post, you know, what does your keyword research process look like? What does it look like for you to develop that blog post and get it set up into your website and add photos and make sure that everything looks consistent? And are you submitting it to to different, you know, outlets so that it can be potentially run somewhere else? How does that, so what does that process look like? What does that SOP written out look like? Um, Same thing with social, social media posts, you know, Instagram, Facebook, anything like that. And then I think you probably hit on a big one and that's podcasts. So many people are starting and getting into podcasts, which I love because I'm a total listener. Um, But I think that when it comes to that process, that is like right for SOPs. You know, what does it look like to get a client or a, a potential guest onto your podcast? What kind of information do they need? How often are you following up with them? Are you collecting bios? Are you collecting headshots? All of these different pieces, these different parts that go into your business building, all of them require, honestly, for lack of a better word, they require a process. And where there is a process, there should be an SOP. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you know, what is really kind of being drilled into me hearing you speak is like, if we just let this stuff live in our head, we kind of, in a sense, one day, I don't know if this makes a ton of sense, but we, we might put ourselves out of business because if we can't keep up or we burn out, or like you said, take a holiday or whatever it is, we, we can never have anyone come on board and support us, or we can never hire another practitioner to take over the role, you know, for a limited amount of time. Um, and then what do we do? We can't do our business. So it's like kind of a breath of fresh air to hear this and be like, okay, it's, you know, to be honest, my thought is it's going to take a bit of work, right? It's going to take time to do this, but it's going to be the important work that sets you up for success in the future. Absolutely. And I think, you know, a lot of us as entrepreneurs and as, you know, business owners, maybe we came from a corporate background and we were looking for something a little bit different. And SOPs, to be honest, can feel like super corporate sometimes, but there's a reason that they're so important. And that's because there's no one person in a giant corporation that owns all of these processes in their head. They're there, they're written down, they're available because they know that if that one person wasn't there, the entire process would crumble. And you almost sometimes have to take a step back and look at your business without yourself and say, what does my business actually need to function? What is, what does this, this need to sustain and to grow and how can I kind of provide it with those tools so that I can enjoy what I'm doing while still kind of seeing the uptick and seeing the growth that I want to within my practice. Yeah. I, I just resonate with everything you're saying. Cause it's like, 
it just feels, um, for lack of a better word, more legit. <laughs> like you feel like you're like, okay, this isn't a hobby. This is a business that requires um, nurturing and support to become a bigger business. But if we wait until it's a big business, well, that's even more confusing. Like just because you're a small business doesn't mean that this stuff isn't important. Right. And, you know, I, I was talking to someone else about this and, you know, if you own a business, if you are in practice, you don't own a small business, you own a business. Like you own, you are an entrepreneur and sometimes taking a step back and treating it like that, treating it like the business that it is and not, oh, it's just a small business. It's no big deal. Like, no, you are, you are a business owner and this is, this is legit. This is the real thing. And knowing that you can say that to yourself and put those processes into place to really make that that a reality, it it's kind of empowering at the end of the day. Like it's it kind of makes my heart happy sometimes when I open up my SOP folder and I'm like, I have an actual business. I have processes and I have, you know, functions and ways to do things that are unique to me and they're unique to my my structure and my business. And I came up with these and I came up with the way that this this business functions and I should be proud of that. And and part of being proud of that is making sure that it's, it's streamlined in a way that, that allows me to grow. Mm -hmm. And I guess the other thing is that, you know, um, anybody can have a business these days. Like the internet makes it possible for anyone to have a business. And there are probably, I mean, there's always been a ton of businesses, but I bet there's you know, millions more now because of the accessibility of being able to start one. So that even kind of uh, increases the chances of more bad businesses, I'm assuming. So, you know, we don't want to be one of those bad businesses because a lot of our clients or our patients or whoever we're working with might have a lot of awesome experiences with businesses. And we want to be one of those awesome experiences too. We don't want to fall on the bad side where they have a negative experience and then that even cuts out things like referrals for the future. So I think it's just even more important in this day and age that we get this nailed down. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think you kind of, you know, touched on some really important stuff. And a lot of times, a lot of times, you know, we see the bad, we see the negative experiences and we see what happens when we don't have these processes and these procedures in place. And SOPs and, and processes in general can sometimes feel a little bit thankless because when they run well, people don't even realize that they're running, you know, when they, they do what they're supposed to, things are seamless and things are smooth. And the client really doesn't even realize that there's a whole process and procedure that goes on behind the scenes. Um, but when they don't work and people have negative experiences, that's when you start to really realize why they're so important. And if we can put them into place before we get to that step and before we get to a negative experience or a negative, you know, opportunity with somebody it's it's a it's a kind of good to feel like you already have it set and ready um before you even get there honestly mm-hmm. yeah I love this it's like it excites that like inner organization freak inside <laughs> of me. I'm like yeah that sounds fun <laughs> mine is clearly like my life apparently yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> um some points I feel more organized than others but yeah it's definitely like again passing it on to someone like you who this is your life's work and you're so good at it I think is such a um, good investment into your business like it might feel like like I said earlier why do this now but like 
you could end up spending a lot more money in the future by not putting it this into place. Exactly. Um, to with. Yeah. So I'm curious, can you kind of give us a breakdown of how someone would even just go to start writing their SOP? Like, would it literally be like date recorded, um, uh, step one, blah, 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 step two? Like, how would it be written just so maybe someone could test out doing it on their own? And then if they feel like they hit a roadblock, they could maybe connect with someone like you to help them get the process, you know, nailed down. Yeah, absolutely. So I will never pretend like I'm the first person to come up with SOPs. Clearly I'm not. These have been around for for eons. Um, So I do it my way, kind of the way that I like to. And I think everybody maybe does them a little bit different, but there are definitely some parts that I think everybody needs to hit on. And that's a clear title on what that SOP is. So you've recorded your video. We've already completed that part. What's happening in that video? And it doesn't need to be anything creative. It should be something very clear on what's happening. So how to onboard a new client, how to set up a new invoice and practice better, whatever that may be, give it a a nice, short, easy to understand, clear title. Um, I like to put what I consider a purpose in there. So why? Why are we doing this? What's the reasoning behind this SOP? And the reason I think that I like to do that and that I've seen that with a lot of other SOPs is because it, it can be helpful when you're bringing someone new on so that they kind of have a general idea of you know why they're doing what they're doing. I think that that helps them stay connected a little bit more to the SOP and to the process. And if they have an overarching idea of what the the start point and the end point are supposed to be getting there through your, your step-by-step directions might be a little bit clearer. Um, I like to add in a time, how long I expect it to take uh, just because I think that's great for when it comes to things like planning. Um, And then obviously connecting your video, having a link to the video that you recorded right there in your SOP is really helpful because that way you can kind of reference back to it. Whoever is, is managing that SOP can reference back to it too. Then for me, as far as the process is concerned, I am a list kind of gal. So I start with one, put out the first step, and I like to attach pictures of what that step looks like. Um, I use a program called ClickUp for my, my task management and my project management, and it has a really great screen kind of capture tool on there that allows me to go in and edit the picture that I took with arrows or numbered blocks or whatever it may be. So let's say my first step is navigate to practice better and enter in my, you know, user credentials. Well, I'll take a screenshot then of what the login page looks like and where those credentials would go. Um, I like to make sure that there's no guesswork. There's no, well, maybe she means this screen or maybe she means that one. No, this is a picture of what it should look like. And this is the exact step. And then I just do clear numbered one through however many steps are in that process. And I keep going until the process is done. Um, I know some people like to do bulleted numbers or kind of bulleted lists. That's fine too. Um, I just like to encourage people to make sure that anything and everything they're writing down is clear, actionable steps and not something that could be for lack of a better word, up for debate. So if you're saying that the person needs to enter in the client name and email address, make sure it clearly says, you know, you need to enter in the client name and email address, where it needs to be entered, how it needs to be entered, the structure and all of that kind of good stuff. Um, So that when someone is reading this, 
there's no, there's no guesswork. There's no, maybe there is just very clear direction. Um, I think that making sure you have screenshots and photos to support those steps is really good too. Um, just because again, it, it takes that extra layer off. It takes that guesswork out. Um, you know, we, so many of us as nutrition professionals live in a world of recipes a lot of times, and you've at least been exposed to them at some point in time. Think of this as a recipe. You know, if you miss a step in a recipe, whatever you were trying to make isn't going to come out the way you wanted to make it. The recipe has to have all of the instructions and it has to have all of the information about what you need in order to make that dish. And your SOP is basically the same thing. It has all of the you know platforms that you need to get there, how long you think it's going to take, and then the instructions to take you from start to finish. And if you can kind of rack your mind around it that way, sometimes it can be a little bit easier to put those um, instructions and those SOPs into written format without feeling like you're, you know, writing a novel or um, having to explain how to like, you know, move a pen across the table. It, it can feel very monotonous and it can feel very tiring to write out these simple steps that you think someone would just know. But what you have to do is think about if you've never done this before, would you just know it? And the answer is probably no. So kind of erring on the side of a very detailed is, is always better. And even though it might take you a little bit more time in the end, using that structure to write out those SOPs is really going to be, it's going to be key for having clear, well-defined processes in place um, for you and your business. Wow, Ashley, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing, like, honestly, that step-by-step process, because I think so many times this can happen on podcasts or on YouTube videos or any kind of, like, resource. It's just talked about, like, what it is, and there's no clear direction of how to do it. And, um, I mean, a little bit of the how, I'm sure, is your secret sauce. So thank (laughs) you for sharing that and being so transparent, because I feel like you just empowered so many people to potentially do this on their own. Uh, But like I said, if they needed any support or if they're like, this is all great in theory, but like, I don't have time for this, then they can reach out to someone like you. But I'm just so appreciative that you didn't hold back there and you really did share kind of all the steps. So then someone can start doing it now. Yeah. And honestly, I have a freebie up on my website too at ashleystewardassistance.com slash SOP. And it's a guide on those three steps of exactly how you can write out your SOPs and get them up and running completely on your own. You know, there's a full action steps that you can do it, not holding anything back. And I will be completely honest with you. I like to tell people all the time, even clients that I work with, like, you don't need me. You don't necessarily have to have me in your business. Yeah, I'm, I'm great to bring on board in order to provide some expertise and some experience that I, I have doing this for so long. But at the same time, you know, these are all things you can do on your own. And I would challenge you to do them on your own because having a, even just doing the video side of things on your own, you you then know your process and you knowing your process is so important when it comes to your business, because then you can explain it to someone else and you can kind of feel empowered to be the business owner that you are. So, you know, I, I appreciate you saying that for sure, but at the same time, all of this isn't, you know, it's not, 
It's not secret information. It's not anything everybody can't do. Sometimes, like you said, you might just not have time to do it. And I'm happy to hop in and be the person to take that off your plate for you. Or it might just feel a little bit overwhelming and you need somebody to come in and kind of hold your hand through it and and give you a little bit bit of guidance through it. And I'm happy to do that too. Um, But yeah, you know, I, I, I'd love for everybody to have SOPs because I feel like the world would be a more organized place. (laughs) That would be great. And it's only better for our profession too, right? Because if one of us does well and succeeds, we all succeed because it looks better as a profession. So I think this is like kind of like a collective job. We all need to be like, okay, we're all going to do this. Like let's all really put the effort in. (laughs) All going to create SOPs. I'm in. Yeah, no, for sure. You're the one to lead us. <laughs> well, thank you, Ashley, so much. Um, like I said, this has been super helpful. I think just everything from what is an SOP? Why should you have one? Uh, what are some common ones? You shared some great examples for like nutritionists to like get started with their processes and then like how to do one. This was a super actionable episode and Thank you so much. And I would love for you to share um, where people can find you online, like where you spend your time so they can connect. Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me, my website is ashleystewartassistance.com. Um, like I said, the uh, SOP guide is up at ashleystewartassistance.com slash SOP. And I am also on Instagram and Facebook at the same. It's Ashley Stewart Assistance and that's NTS. It's sometimes people get a little confused, but it's Ashley Stewart Assistance with an NTS. Awesome. Cool. Well, I'll be uh, sharing that in the show notes as well for anyone that wants to check that out. And thank you again. I really appreciate this conversation. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm excited to always share my, uh, my love of all things organization. Thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, feel free to leave us a review, share the episode with a friend or take us on social media. Catch you next time.